0: As driven, ambitious Christian entrepreneurs, how do we grow our business in a way that honors Christ? From seeking Him first in all of our business dealings, being surrendered to His will, and knowing exactly where and how we can make an impact through our business for the furtherance of His kingdom. Welcome to the Christian Entrepreneurs Podcast. I'm your host, Anne-Marie Cross, and these are just some of the topics my guest and I will be discussing in the hope that we may inspire and empower you to walk strongly in your faith so you can build a thriving business that honors Him in every way. Let's dive in. Hey, it's Anne-Marie and welcome back to another show. Now, a few weeks ago in my newsletter, The Influence Bulletin, I wrote a brief note to my newsletter community about how toward the end of 2022, I'd been in the process of simplifying and streamlining my business processes along with my electronic storage systems. I want to get everything in place. I typically do that toward the end of every year or maybe beginning of the the following year just to keep things organized and streamlined. Also, I'm preparing and we have actually now done this, um, added another team member to our team. So I just wanted to make sure that things were as streamlined as possible to onboard them. And uh, it's something I think we all should be doing in, in, in our businesses. Now, here's the reason why. Over the years, through my own experience, when things weren't as organised as they should have been, and even through the teachings of many of my mentors, I've learned that things kept simple and streamlined is the best when it comes to steps you know step-by-step processes and systems that you have in place for your team for you as the, the leader and the business owner and as you're growing your business because the bottlenecks will often be there when things aren't organized and when you don't have systems in place and let's face it many of us who start off as solopreneurs, we're doing all of the things in our business. We wear many hats. And for some of us, like I enjoy doing a lot of different things. But there's some things that are are repetitive. They can be documented and streamlined. And then those streamlined systems can be delegated to team members who can support you because you should be, as the leader, the CEO of your business, focused on specific tasks in your business, that only you can focus on, and that are really important to generating income, generating the visibility. I mean, some of you may hire someone to you know speak for you on podcasts or go and speaking uh, speaking events, but more likely than not, we're not kind of big corporations that have team members that do PR for us. We're doing a lot of our PR for our our businesses, aren't we? And so we should because. We're sharing our knowledge and expertise, which is what our clients are coming to us, aren't they, to be able to um, learn from us so that they can implement and go from struggling to success, whatever that area of expertise that you're bringing to the table. Now, when it comes to streamlining and systematising, the more steps that you have, the more moving parts in a particular you know, step-by-step process, the more complex it is, the more difficult it is. And it's difficult then to keep your sanity. That's hands up when we're, we're kind of getting a little bit stressed because there's so much to do and there may be some outdated steps or a lot of steps and things that you're doing or your team may be doing, um, that really aren't necessary. It's it, there's a lot of stuff that's in there and it's become overwhelming. Then you know, it's very difficult to, to stay out of overwhelm and frustration if things are too complex and not running efficiently. And of course, that's going to impact our ability to scale and grow our business. And when I talk about grow and scale our business, it doesn't matter whether you are, you know, working towards six figures Multi six figures, it does not matter where you're at in your business. To take your business to the next level, whatever that is for you, there will be required some systems and processes in place so that you can continue to build your business. And guess what? If you're just starting out, celebrate that because you can make sure that you've got some simple things in place that you can continue to leverage off the momentum that you have been building that's another thing that I spoke about in one of the other episodes momentum is so important when it comes to your business and a lot of times as I mentioned in one of the other episodes when I looked at coaches uh, their businesses and we do a little bit of an in audit if you will like a bird's eye view it's either because they don't have a the right strategy in place or they don't have a supportive tactic or the right tactic in place or the tactic that they have um, isn't aligned and isn't cohesive and isn't integrated you know with other things that they're doing so that they get exhausted they're stretching themselves too thin and it's not supporting them in achieving the outcome that they wanted so all of this really fits together So I wanted to take some time in this particular episode to share a little bit about what I was doing, more as a kind of like pulling back the curtains to see what I've been doing in in my business so that you can kind of get an idea, hey, well, maybe that's what I need to start doing as well. I think some of the episodes that I have listened to from other podcasts are the ones that strip back the curtain. They shared some of the things that they were doing. I think that is so helpful because there's a lot of different ways that you can do things and if someone is doing something because they found a better way of doing it setting it up streamlining it you betcha I'm going to try and do that and implement something similar in my business so that yeah I can get to my goals you know a lot quicker and with my sanity intact without burnout and I hope that this podcast episode is helpful for you as I share what I have focused on and then what I want to share to get started I mean you might say yeah Anne-Marie if I look at what i'm doing i really need to step back from a lot of the tasks that i'm doing in my business i've got too much on my plate i'm wearing too many hats i want to share with you what i continue to do on how you get your you know your your uh, systems some simple systems documented and outlined so that you can then go out and get team to support you get team to support you and i'll also share with you at the end of today's episode two resources Uh, that I would love you to check out because this is something that we're also going to be able to help you know clients with so you may be in a position where you think you know what I want to get support in this this is not what I want to be focusing on and perhaps this is a good match where you're at at the moment along with your business goals you're a good match for the program that we have just launched when it comes to getting your technologies your systems in place the right systems in place to help you build visibility, generate leads from your ideal clients and then continue to enrol customers with ease, your dream client with ease because all of the systems, all of the content, all of that, your core business foundations are in place alongside blueprints with technology that works along your customer relationship building funnel and the right team to support you. That's one of the things that uh, we're focusing on moving forward. So let's talk about what I have been focusing on toward the end of 2022 when it came to streamlining and simplifying what we have in place. So there were three specific areas, three core areas that I was focusing on, technologies, my team, and then looking at streamlining our entire customer relationship building system so that we can effectively and efficiently build relationship with prospective clients right through to having sales conversations, right through to onboarding clients, that whole customer journey, that whole customer experience. um, Those were the three key things that I was really focusing on, let's talk a little bit about the technologies that I was looking at in in my business. So you can kind of model and think, you know, what do I have in my business? Are they working? That was one of the questions that I was considering. Are the technologies that I'm using in my business, are they still working as well as I'd hoped? And I realised actually probably more mid Last year in 2022, that one of the technologies that we had invested in wasn't really working out as I had been promised that it would. We hadn't been able to get it set up properly. So I decided I'm going to shift my technologies. Technology has been one of those things that I've been trying to find something that really fits our business. And I've spoken about that in a previous episode as well. So I won't go into that too deeply and you can find out a little bit more about that story actually I've created a special podcast episode around the technology and kind of what happened Uh, again you'll be able to access that uh, in the link that I share towards the end of uh, the show but safe to say that we have decided that we are moving our technology across to a technology that we that benefits our needs um, benefits budget as well you know you can have these massive programs and you only use a small portion of them yet you're paying these massive fees and i know that when i think of my clients and helping them get set up with you know specific technologies we don't want to advise them to use technologies which we know are going to cost an arm and a nominal leg so i'm getting everything set up as a way then that we can then onboard and get that set up for clients as well so that's what we did all had to get that all set up get it working well and that's very important and i knew and you might've heard me share this on a previous episode. I knew that technology and getting systems and streamlined systems in place and blueprints and funnels and all of that is something that many of well, my clients had struggled with in the past. And I could see that they struggled with it, getting the right team to help them get that set up. They weren't you know, tech savvy at all. So they continue to struggle with that. I've even had conversations and seen colleagues who were coaches and consultants also struggling with their tech. And I've heard horror stories, you know, tech horror stories over the years as well. And I've had extensive experience in um, investing in technology when it was promised that it would do something and the only thing that it you know, that expensive technology did was give me a headache and burned a significant hole in my pocket. So I've been there, done that, experienced it myself. And so I knew that wanting to support clients, we have expanded our service offerings so that we're not only helping them with their brand and their podcast launching and getting it out there in the world, but really supporting them and building out the technology in their funnel as well, end to end to support them so that uh, they can continue to really leverage and build uh, out what we have built for them as far as the technology is concerned you may have heard me share that on a podcast so I needed to make sure that that was in place and we had the right systems in place and that all set up which we have been able to do which is exciting then looking at team I you know was looking at well who's supporting in in my business what's working well are the systems that I have in place are they still working and allowing my team to operate as efficiently as possible. Where are the bottlenecks to them being able to do their roles? What needs to be done to eliminate the bottleneck and ensure that it doesn't become a bottleneck in the future? Um, I also asked, you know, who do I want to hire on my team next? Who can be promoted or whose role can be expanded? So we did a little bit of um, expansion on some of my existing team members to add some more functions to their roles. We have onboarded a new team member As well, so I only have a small team, and they don't work for me full time either. They've got their core roles, and um, they work, you know, several hours per week, dedicated on the tasks that they are experts in to support my my business, and that has worked really well. You know, I've always said I want a lean team of specialists. So, those are the things that I was focusing on, as well as also asking, you know, what systems need to be updated so that I can continue to hire and onboard. Additional staff as we need. There was an area of appointment setting that I've never really hired for before, yet one of my mentors kind of went through and thought, that's a really great idea. I really need to expand my team to do that. So, created a step by step outline of what the role in ta- you know, entailed. Um, have found actually two really good team members. I've already onboarded one who's currently working through that. So I'm quite excited about that. But here's another reason why I'm really excited because a lot of the areas where I am training and onboarding new team members to help me and my business, these particular team members are becoming familiar with my technology, my blueprints, my systems, and how I run my business. And a lot of the clients who come and work with me have similar core values, have similar needs as far as their team members. So guess what? I am simplifying and taking the headache away from them having to hire new team members in these areas because I'll make sure that I'm able to hire onboard train team members to be able to support them so those are two areas that we're expanding technology and then team to be able to support my uh, clients as well so I need to make sure that I've got the processes in place to be able to onboard and train people uh, in that way, tra- train new team members. So that is is in place too. So that's to do with the team, you know. And, and all of these things when it comes to streamlining and systematising, as business owners, we need to be doing that all of the time you know have at least quarterly or halfway through the year or toward the end of the year and even as you go for instance um, one of my team members is guest coordinator for my podcast she also does management so she does the, the scheduling she even does the publishing she oversees all of that I have been able to remove myself from that and I've done that early on because this is an area that I realized really took up and c- can take up a lot of my time so I've got a key team member to do that. Now, whenever we're working and we might update or streamline something, I'll just let her know, can you go and update our staff training process about that task that we've just done or updated and she'll go ahead and do that so it's like empowering my team members to ensure that those systems are always kept up to date so in that instance that streamlining and making sure things are kept up to date is done as needed as we're updating something because if we forget to do it right then and there I'm never going to remember to do that down the track so it, it it's updated then and there But you may have certain times of the year that you will spend a little bit of time just going through things. I did that also too with my electronic system, completely reorganize them, streamline them, and you know, on Dropbox, I use Dropbox as one of my tools to actually house all of our kind of core systems and where we held all of our show notes for our guests. All of that is on Dropbox and it can sometimes get a little bit messy if I'm not careful. But I've got the folders, it's streamlined, things are, are far more simpler to find. I don't know if you've ever been in a situation where you think, I created that document once. Where on earth did I file it? What did I call it? So you do a little bit of a search. I'm sure that word was in that document, but it doesn't come up. I'm an I on the disk profile so you know d is my highest followed closely by i so the follow through and the task can sometimes be a bit of a challenge for me i'll just file that you know in that electronic file well good luck trying to find that uh down the track and marie but thankfully uh, i now have a framework a system to file things in and things are connected a document to a folder and all of that so it's looking a lot more profesh and I can actually find things quite simply so I looked at my team my systems and so forth but I also spent uh, time streamlining our entire customer relationship building system so that it was efficient, it was effective in building relationship with prospective customers right through to having sales conversations. You know, one of the electronic folders that I mentioned is around sales. There is a document which outlines what's the process, what do I use when someone is doing an authority audit, what are some of the things that I refer to if we're, you know, there's a strategy call that I'm working with someone. So all of these things, there's, there's I call these collateral. There's, there's documentation, there's flipbooks or ebooks, there's things that I've created along the customer journey that is going to help me develop a relationship with a prospective customer and and even so, if they do become a customer, you know, there's onboarding documentation and emails and things that have been set up. I went right through that and really upgraded that, up-leveled it and one of the other reasons we do that too is because what I find has been really helpful for me in my business and working well, I can then support my clients in getting that into place. I'll create another blueprint And I'll say to my clients, hey, we need to create this document for you. We'll create a flip book and it'll have your program outline. And this is when you send it to your prospective customer. It's all going to be built out with our clients too. So I just get to, you know, create it for myself first, get it to a point where it's working and uh, then I can teach that to my clients after all of the little things have been, you know, ironed out and it's looking fantastic. So that's something that I love to do. Try it out and then uh, help my clients launch that. So those are the three things that I've really focused on. And, you know, hopefully that's kind of helpful. And, you know, one of the most pressing things that I need to focus on when it comes to the way that I do business. Do I have some step-by-step system set up. Maybe, and this is one of the very first things that often coaches, my clients will look at first. If they're so overwhelmed, they have not got time to take on any more clients because they're doing so many things in their business. I recommend to them, let's look at some of the things that you're doing in your business, which is still important, which still needs to be done, yet it can be systematized and you can go and hire someone to do that for you. That is so, so very important. And so I want to take you back um, on a journey, if you will, back into the past. When I started doing this, the reason why I want to share this with you is because I want to share with you the steps that I took then, which I still take now on what I do, and they're simple steps. I'm hoping that, you know, the, the simplicity of that is going to inspire and encourage you and empower you to... To get as excited as I do when I'm about to create a new, not just job description, but how my team member can do something. It does take a little bit of time to put together, but the time invested in that is so important and is so there's such a, a payoff at the end. I no longer have to do that particular task. Can you imagine, you know, that task, and I'm sure that there is a task that you think of now that you think, if I don't have to do that again, I will be a happy person. Well, imagine, then you see your team member doing that for you, implementing it, and it's streamlined and working really well. You can take a deep breath in and then you can focus on doing something else. That is the payoff that is the payoff and it's the cost to you now not doing it that's going to continue to get you to that stage where you're still you know stretched too thin so I hope that you feel inspired and empowered yes 2023 is going to be the year where I work on my systems and get things into place Going back in time, I started my very first business as a secretarial practice. And then I specialized in the area of career coaching, continued to do night school and, you know, professional development and really transitioned into career consulting, resume development, interview coaching, job search coaching. You may have heard me share that before. And so even prior to that, you know, when I was still working full time. I um, worked in a number of different businesses from small micro-businesses right through to larger corporations. So I've had the opportunity to be an office manager, bookkeeper, uh, overseeing a team member who was responsible for me. And a lot of my role, particularly in the smaller businesses, was recruiting, team, uh, development. And some of the courses that I did specialised in that area of human resources recruitment. And so it really gave me great knowledge and experience to be able to leverage off uh, when I was in my business and uh, most recently Probably in last year, actually, I have worked with a number of interns, which was a wonderful experience. They were from South Korea, if I remember correctly, two lots of uh, interns I worked with. The first intern was just one intern, and the second lot of interns, I had two. I really enjoyed it, and uh, I was kind of really teaching them on what it was like to work within a media company because they worked very much with my podcast. The reason I'm sharing this with you is I've had a lot of experience through hands-on and knowledge, not just in my own business, but also working in the corporate space and the studies that I've been doing in this area of uh, HR, human resources, recruiting and so forth. And that background has really held me in good stead for my business So when I started expanding my career coaching practice and had gotten a coach who would often say, you need to streamline, need to get a VA, you know, so on and so forth, I started doing that. And so the very first thing that I did was to identify what is it that I really need support on? Because what you don't want to do is to hire a VA and then get them working on an activity, which is really not adding, contributing, anything other than okay, well, now I've got a team member that I have to manage. So it becomes another headache for you, another thing that you've got to manage. So you want to make sure that you're hiring someone in a capacity that is going to free up your time and that you hire the right person so that you don't have to micromanage or go back and do things to fix the mistakes that your VA has made. Because you've hired the wrong person, you haven't got the right systems in place and you expected them to read your your mind, which is some feedback that I get from guests that I've interviewed on my podcast who have run VA services that one of the biggest bottlenecks for businesses onboarding VAs is because they expect their VAs to be able to read their mind and pick up a task and run with it without really having any direction to what the role entails and requires and the step-by-step process. What constitute a good job that's done well for this particular task? Okay, so what did I do? Here are the steps, simple steps that I encourage you to take. Number one, I looked at the activities that I was spending a lot of time on. Number two, all of these activities that I looked at, which were repetitive, meaning that they followed a similar step-by-step format to be completed. So out of the activities that I was spending a lot of time on, I then asked myself which of these activities are repetitive that I can create a step-by-step format and then onboard you know, a team member and delegate that to them. And then thirdly, three steps, and thirdly, out of those activities that I was spending a lot of time on that were repetitive and that can be done by someone else, that was the third step, those activities, which ones could be done by someone else and not necessarily needed to be done by me. Now I'm sharing this process with you because it's the exact same process that I did when I had my career coaching practice, and it's this very same process that I follow even today when I'm looking at another task that I can systematise, set up in the training system on our online team training portal. It's the same process. What is that this activity? What are the steps that need to be taken? Then I document those steps. I might even you know record a video that walks through that as well if the training can leverage enhance the learning experience from my team member by having a video i kind of typically have both step by step outline of what's required as well as an accompanying video or screenshots so those are the three questions what activities am i spending a lot of time on which of these are repetitive and which of these can be done by someone else, and not necessarily me? So one of the things, looking back at my career coaching practice that was taking up a lot of time was dealing with inquiries. People who would just ring or email and say, "Can you tell me how much you chance to write a resume?" Oh. Goodness, if I had to answer one more of those <laughs> inquiries, I think I might have closed up shop. So, exactly that's what I did because it would take me several days to write one resume. They were thoroughly researched. They had a level of writing expertise that I'd developed over many years um, and training, you know, resume writing training. I'd won international awards. So, this was something that I had to do and couldn't outsource. This was client work, specialized client work. So, I decided to systematize and delegate handling of inquiries and then enrolling customers into various um, resume development and coaching packages. And that's exactly what I did. And so what I ended up doing was just writing, what do I do first? You know, type this. What's the script for if someone has this inquiry? So, you know, very simple again, didn't make it too convoluted or complex, making it confusing for my VA. But look, if someone comes with this inquiry, this is how you handle it. These are the three packages that I have. Here is the website where they can find out more information and here is how they can go and purchase it. And so when uh, I gave, emailed my VA those documents and the scripts and so forth, in the first couple of instances where she was using them in the first you know number of weeks, there may be a inquiry or an, an inquiry that was a little bit outside of the scope of what I documented. So she would email me or she would ring me. And I would think, oh, that's interesting, never considered that. So what did I do was I developed another process, documented how she would handle that. And then we even got to the process where she was able to recognise when someone wasn't a very good fit, was not our ideal client, and then she would recommend a couple of resources, contacts for them to go and uh, contact. I had a number of colleagues that I would recommend um, if an inquiry came through Needing their particular expertise. So it wasn't long before my VA was just kicking all of the goals. And often I would get a text to say, hey, so and so is going to book uh, a package. Or I'd get an email saying, this new client has just purchased this career marketing package. It worked a treat. Little by little, step by step, I continued to streamline the steps for her. And the steps for me because as soon as an order came in then it was my responsibility to onboard the client the next step that I did was to set up some email templates that I just had set up on Outlook and I would just oh here's another order that ordered that this is you know template email a this goes out to the client to the next step so that that became streamlined too it's one of those things, isn't it, that when you're looking at a major project, if you're just starting from scratch, start with something that's going to make the most impact for you so that you can then free up your time and start to streamline other things. And slowly but surely, like a pieces of the puzzle, more and more things will get streamlined and all of a sudden, all of the bottlenecks and the headaches and the frustration, all of that, the exhaustion won't be impacting you anymore and so you know again little by little step by step that is how you continue to look at the systematization and streamlining of your business processes now this is pretty much how i've continued to document and systematize the processes and streamline my business to the very day Uh, i think i mentioned earlier in this podcast episode that I've got five team members who support me uh, in their area of expertise. So I've got a tech VA who does all the tech VA stuff, a podcast guest coordinator and manager who does all of the things to do with my podcast. She is just um, absolutely amazing. i um, got an audio editor who obviously edits all of my podcasts and that of my clients, social media assistant, and most recently we've onboarded an appointment setter and I may very well hire another person in that, that role as well. My first hire in this particular business where, of course, I'm coaching and supporting coaches and consultants go from invisible to influential trusted authority uh, with a unique and uncopyable brand message and podcast. My very first hire in this business several years ago was a podcast guest coordinator and manager because everything to do with my podcast and I've got three of my own and we host and produce podcasts for our alliance partners plus we've got clients podcasts that we post produce and publish to. There is no way that I could do that without their help and there's a lot of moving parts so it needed to be documented and systematized i used exactly the same process that i mentioned to you earlier the three key steps and then you just set about getting it step by step documented so everything that has to do with my podcasts. has got systems in place as I mentioned earlier it did take a little bit of time to do and to to get updated and streamlined continue to over the years but it's worth the time and energy because now I don't get involved in any other process of my podcast other than interview people or actually review potential guests and give them the okay send it through to my guest coordinator who then sends them instructions on how to get booked And what we need from them. And I'll continue to do that because I have got a strategy in place with my podcast guests. So that's something that I want to continue to be involved in. The technology that I use to document all of my team training documentation, if that's something that you're committing to getting set up uh, for your business, is on Google sites. And it was something that was recommended to me when I intended Business Blueprint by Dale Beaumont. And it works a treat so that's google site everything is documented everything is accessible there for my team i've got documents on specific tasks this is for the uh, podcast network this is for my appointment setter. this is for my social media team this is for so it's all segmented Um, And there's even information about our company, our vision, our mission, our core values, so that every team member knows exactly what we stand for and expectations um, of our our team. And now any time that we make any changes, we know exactly where to go to update. It's a centralised system. And as I think I mentioned, my podcast guest coordinator and manager, she updates the process um, continuously as we may update that so I hope that by giving you a bit of a peel the curtain back what I've been focusing on and just some of the things that we're doing in my business can give you a little bit of an overview from okay that's how Anne-Marie's doing it and that will encourage you to get something in place for yourself first so that you can start to simplify You can start to streamline your system so that it all works together for you. You can start building the momentum that you need. The next big thing that I'm continuing to work on, of course, is getting systems and training and onboarding in place so that we can continue to increase our team members as we need to on behalf of clients you know as a client um, on boards and we know that down the track they are wanting to have us also edit and do the post-production of their podcast I'm going to need more team members in that that particular area or a a tech VA getting all of their tech set up on our technologies and the blueprints and the framework that we've got set up for them. So that is something that I'm going to be focusing on and you know one thing that we have done, what I've done, that has enabled me to uh, not sit there and, and stare at a blank page? I find the most challenging time in a project is often getting something started, especially in this case, because you know that it's going to require a bit of concentration to get done. It's kind of like when you're starting to write an article. Maybe it's just me, but staring at that blank page to create a framework, you know, put down some key points. And that's exactly what I have done in this instance. You know, we've already got it up there uh, on Google Sites, so I'm not starting from scratch. There's a framework already. So that's another tip for you too. Don't look at a, a blank screen but rather put some framework up and then go in there and add, you know, the steps, then go and add the requirements for that role as you are documenting the process that you will give on to your team member. So I promise to finish the show with sharing two links. What I want you to do is if you realise that there are gaps in your customer relationship building funnel, how do you know if you've got gaps happening? you have been marketing your business you're doing all of the things you've worked really hard and you're not generating the visibility that you had hoped for you're not generating the results that you have hoped for in fact the world's best kept secret defines you well go through our customer relationship building funnel there's a quiz so that you can see you can do an audit where do I need to focus on the five key pillars in my business? Are any of the the key areas within these five pillars missing? You'll be able to see exactly where. Because if you've got these five pillars in place, In all of the different components of each of the pillars, you'll be able to build visibility, be seen as an influential trusted authority. You'll be able to generate leads and nurture those leads along the customer journey as you continue to build know, like and trust. And you'll be able to enroll clients with ease because you've positioned yourself as an influential trusted authority the choice versus just a choice when your dream client is ready to move forward so to access and go through that quiz go to annemariecross.com forward slash quiz annemariecross.com forward slash quiz and you'll experience that quiz the actual experience of going through that is going to give you an indication of what we are actually going to build out for you exactly this quiz funnel and customer relationship building nurturing process. That's exactly what we're going to help you to build out. But you may just want to have a chat with me first. If that's the case, grab a spot in my calendar, com forward slash let's chat, annemariecross.com forward slash let's chat. This has been quite a long episode. I hope that it's been valuable for you and that it made you know sense. I, I really hope that you've been encouraged. This is something that You know, so many business owners really struggle with if we have not already connected love to connect with you across the different socials message me or you know let, let me know what you thought of this show if you haven't already popped over to apple podcast and subscribed maybe someone has forwarded this to you and you haven't already subscribed i hope we have earned your subscription through the content that we have shared similar content we'll continue to share on upcoming podcasts let me know what you're interested in if you've got some questions i'll uh, endeavor to answer a culmination of those questions in upcoming episodes Episodes. I'd also really appreciate you rating the show and giving feedback there over on Apple Podcasts because that helps with pushing out our show to more awesome coaches who are really making an impact in the world with their message. And if you've got a colleague who is a coach or a consultant that you think, ah, oh, this episode was really inspiring please feel free to share that with them so that they can uh, benefit from some of the things and the insights that I've shared on today's podcast. Well, that's um, the show finished and I hope it was helpful and look forward to uh, connecting again in a future episode. Bye for now. Hey, it's Anne-Marie. Before I go, are you a coach or a consultant who feels like the world's best kept secret? Your experience is vast, yet secretly you're frustrated because despite all of your hard work, you're just not getting the visibility, the recognition or new clients you'd hope for and you don't know why? I've created a free resource that'll help you build visibility, generate leads and enroll dream clients with ease because you're seen as a trusted authority, even in a crowded marketplace. And you've positioned yourself as the choice versus just a choice for your dream client to get started go to annemariecross.com forward slash gift that's annemariecross.com forward slash gift this podcast is a part of the c-suite radio network for more top business podcasts visit c-suiteradio.com